morning and welcome back to day three of Commodity Classic in Houston, Texas. A big thank you to Calmer Cornheads for sponsoring uh, us on our trip. We're actually here uh, this morning uh, getting things started. Uh, The show is actually yet to uh, open. It's supposed to open at about uh, 1030 this morning. Secretary, Ag Secretary uh, Tom Vilsack is actually, maybe he's speaking right now. Uh, Alan uh, Berry, of course, uh, one of the folks we usually talk to from Calmer Cornheads. Alan, you're, you're, you're not up listening to Secretary Vilsack. Well, I guess I'll have to just read about it in the newspapers afterwards. <laughs> or listen to us. Or listen, listen to what you guys got to say. I doubt that he's on yet. I think the first thing they do is uh, interview the uh, or give all the presidents of the sponsoring yeah, organizations yep. a chance to Last talk. year was five minutes. I don't know if they're going to expand that up, but last year it was like everybody got like five minutes and then Secretary Vilsack came on and... Uh, we'll wait to see what Secretary Vilsack and also Michael Regan is here. Head Uh-oh. of the EPA is in the building. I don't know if he is going to speak. I don't believe he was scheduled to speak, but I do know that he was here. And uh, we're actually going to visit with the folks. They're, they're, they're going to be in his uh, or their booth, the uh, RFA. The uh, RFA oh. folks are going to uh, host Vilsack and uh, Michael Regan. Interesting conversation. So we'll see what happens there. Alan, uh, you were at a long or end of a long stretch of doing shows. And uh, you were telling me, what is it? Six weeks? Yeah, I've been on the road uh, basically doing about six weeks of shows. It takes about a week for each of the shows we do. This one, uh, Louisville and Fort Wayne, Indiana. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We get up in you guys' country up right. there. And, uh, you know, Des Moines, we, we move around to the major shows. All over. So and, is there a favorite out of all the shows? I know that probably, you know, the Kentucky show, the machinery show. What is the official name of that show? I'm putting uh, you on the spot. I always call it the machinery show. Na- that's National fine. Farm Machinery Na- Show. National Farm Louisville, Machinery Kentucky. Show. That's, that, yeah, that's always a good one. And that's a big show for you that's guys, That's a too. huge show. Uh, they draw a lot of people from all over, uh, you know, all over the country. Uh, at that show, uh, of course, they, the tractor pullers are all there. They have their big finals of the National Tractor Pullers associations big pools and uh, so that brings a lot of extra people and of course that show they do livestock and uh, you know there are rice uh, companies that are involved with rice production and cotton production and things different than what we do in the midwest and um, you see machinery that brands and stuff that uh, you don't see anywhere else yeah uh, as you see a lot of the extra machinery brands and stuff here, you know, uh, especially the European and uh, some of the Asian companies that exhibit here. I, I forget, you've got, like, farmland in, like, three different states, right? Uh, yeah, well, it, it's... Uh, where it's, is home for you? I know well, Illinois is close. Yeah. West Central Illinois is okay. actually where I'm at, uh, right where the Iowa-Missouri Missouri border hits Illinois. Uh, Kilcook, Iowa sits right there in that corner. The Sullivan Auctioneers people that a lot of you are probably been familiar yep. with. Uh, uh, I'm about six, seven miles from their base location. I farmed some ground that was once in their family. But oh, uh, okay. at any rate, most of our operation is uh, on the Illinois side of the river right there. But we just jump uh, six, seven, eight miles and jump across the yeah. river. And uh, we're in the corner of Missouri in the corner of Iowa with where my son-in-law lives, okay. and we cash rent and farm a little there, too. Well, I always like to bring this up because uh, you've got plenty going on, but uh, you like, uh, obviously, you do a lot of stuff with Marion and uh, Calmer Cornheads, and a uh, large part of the reason, I, I think I asked you this before, you're here because you believe in the product, not because you just need a job. <laughs> well, exactly. I, I feel like I know a fair amount about the product because I've been with Marion since about 1995 or six wow. when uh, I built using his designs and built our first 15-inch row corn head and uh, 
and uh, we expanded to run on that for a good many years and then in uh, 2010 uh, decided to go to wide rows so we went to 20 inch rows uh, okay. the reason for that that's when we rented some ground in the north extreme uh, northeast corner of missouri some bottom ground uh, the Mississippi River's on one east side of it. Des Moines River's on the north, and a lot of times they're both on top of it. It's bottom ground. It's the only bottom ground we farm. Is that like Flood Central then? Yeah, in that it, just, uh, it just about is if them okay. boys up in Central Iowa and uh, and the uh, Minnesota boys, like last year, they sent a whole lot of snow down to us there. And, We're not going to send a bunch to you this year. <laughs> no, that's what they say. It's pretty bare up there. But, but the river could use some water. Yeah. We, we need to raise the water levels right I was going to ask you, how dry are you right now? Do you need rain? Uh, in in our place? area, our surface moisture is pretty good. The tile are trickling. Uh, a couple, three weeks ago, the you know, big mains and whatnot were flowing. Maybe a 12-inch main or bigger might have two inches of water coming out of the bottom of it. Uh, when I was home uh over the last weekend, I noticed that they had pretty well stopped running completely. So oh, our subsoil okay. is not very good shape, but uh, our surface okay. moisture is pretty good. I don't know if you've gotten any of these storms recently. I'm assuming not. Do you have any snow on the ground? Uh, well, we got, uh, my wife said yesterday morning we had like a half inch, just enough to cover the ground. But uh, so. we have had a fair amount of more snow this winter than we have normally have. Really? Okay. Uh, it seemed like the snows were coming and staying south of uh, Interstate 80, basically, and coming up out of the southwest, and uh, and we were getting a fair amount of snow. Uh, I'm sure our snowfall was way above normal, but the right. ground underneath never froze. So as the snow melted, it all ran it's in, and in. none which of us run off. Which so is we, good, which is great, actually. We captured it. So we're going to be in good shape to get the year started. So well, that's my. That was kind of where I was working towards. Is starting. When do you normally start? On a we year? normally would start planting corn soon after the first of April if the okay. weather forecasts are decent. And soybeans. Now, the last couple of years we've got started planting our beans early. And uh, uh, the last couple of years we actually run a bean planter and a corn planter. And uh, my son and I, and one of us will run one. Was the other one? Uh, yeah. uh, by the fifth, tenth April, we'll be pushing along we don't go a whole hog but uh okay. we haven't had any freezing conditions it's froze off any crops or anything now for the last several years so we keep getting braver and braver <laughs> but <laughs> well uh, i'm wondering if this is going to be one of those years that's going to challenge you because i i do feel at least up in the dakotas that we're going to end up with an early spring i realize we finally got our first yeah. blizzard a little mini blizzard uh when we left on tuesday but uh, we're already expected to be back in the 40s and 50s. We'll see where the weather goes from there. But I'm just thinking there's an early an early spring in our horizon, maybe even earlier for you. Well, it might be. And, of course, Easter this year, a lot of people always say, well, we'll start planting after Easter. And uh, Easter is right there the 1st of April this right. year. So I think there will be a little activity. Uh, there was a little anhydrous, uh, I guess, being run. Most of our uh, anhydrous got on last fall. Oh, but, okay. Uh, there were was a little bit that some of the custom applicator boys were doing here the last two or three days in our area, and a little dab of tillage work started. But uh, okay. you know we're uh, we're we're not far from doing being ready to get underway and uh, okay. get some stuff on the ground. Well, it's good to catch up with you as far as what's going on near home. We'll uh, wrap things up. We've got a couple minutes left uh, talking about, again, back to Commodity Classic. Today is the final day. It seems weird. We have battled and uh, to get here, traffic-wise, you and I were commiserating a little bit about that. Yeah. Although you got it easy. Your hotel is like, are you walking here? Yeah, I just walk. We're only a oh, little over. Man. We walk farther <laughs> after we get into the hall than we do getting from the hotel to the hall. This hall is so like three, four blocks long or five and oh, our hotel's goodness. only a block 
boy. The show itself, I think, has been uh, really good. We'll see how Friday comes about. Well, the weird thing is Wednesday was only a couple hours. And so yesterday yep. was, we really only had one full day of the show. And uh, today would be the second day, but you guys have been busy. What do you, what do you, uh, what would you say? The show's been good, great, or how would you gauge? Uh, it's, uh, Probably been at least as good as normal, maybe a little better than normal. We had, we okay. had a big day yesterday. We had a good reception there. That three hours we was open on a Wednesday evening, and uh, I, I would imagine now today will be the last full day of the uh, yeah. ex- exhibits being open. There's a little activity tomorrow and uh, so forth, but okay. uh, it's a great show. And I should let uh, folks know we've talked about the concave units before, that they've always been just here as a beta now you guys are ready to sell those. Yep, Marion has been uh, four or five years at least in the study and development, design and whatnot. Now we've put them in the marketplace. So this fall we'll have uh, a fair amount available okay. for the green combines. He thought he had the red ones about all ready to go too. And then last fall in some final testing, he changed his mind on a couple oh. of things. So he, he pulled <laughs> Is he the, a tinkerer? He's kind of that way. And, and he pulled the, uh, the red ones out of the – not – figuring on putting them into production yet this year okay. he wants to make a few changes and run another year of testing but uh, okay. the green combines all the rotor combines the green ones we retrofit now all of them with a new concave design except for the big x9 uh, that's a different concave than we haven't adapted to that one yet i should have wrote it down what time is marion's educational deal today he's speaking here today with a couple other folks is that stuff is that this morning yet or is yeah that- marion has a session i think at 145 today about an hour long session and okay. he's got uh, uh dave hula and randy dowdy a couple on of the super pro- growers on the program <laughs> with him uh yeah. whom we've worked with very closely they both use uh, calmer stock rolls to harvest their crops with and uh yeah. In fact, on the stand here, uh, we've got a, a, one of the stock rolls that each one of them took off their head and uh, hand-signed nice. here on this. So if you want to see the stock rolls that's harvested this 600-bushel area corn, I can't we imagine. got them right here. The farmers up in our neck of the woods are celebrating if you get 300, even you know, not, even upper twos. Yeah. Uh, but it, to get 600, and, was it 626, I think, was the number? I believe that was the number on oh, the, that Hoover got this year. But... Uh, you know the uh, the average farmers in our area we're we're struggling to get <laughs> yeah, if we get 200 bushel we're happy then yeah. anything over that makes us really happy and <laughs> we like to get 250 to, to or better on the real good ground you know but right. uh, uh, that 200 bushel you got to get that before you worry about going on to the next level and uh, it uh, you know you hear them big numbers but uh, those boys put a lot of effort into oh, yeah. it and, and study and uh, that's constant work isn't it i mean if you're looking at that yeah. kind of yield you're you're constantly you, you're constantly aiding. doing things and uh, there's a lot of other products you got to work with and play with and uh, now with this four dollar corn market we're looking at it's going to make it a little tougher to uh, right. decide to invest in some of these the extra, extra things it's you know, they, it's hard. To, you got to make sure you can get returns. Yep, absolutely. Biologicals uh, is a big deal down here this year. Uh, these booths, a lot of them are promoting biologicals. Okay, very good. Alan, thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll visit with you guys one more time before we're through here today. Uh, of all the things we talked about, you can uh, certainly go up online at calmercornheads.com. Uh, uh, you can check out the products we've been talking about. Marion's up there with his videos. Do you ever join Marion, by the way, way, in the YouTube videos? Has he put you in one of the videos yet? Uh, yeah. Uh, we, you have got, been. He's got some of them that uh, we've, he's been out on our farm and filming because we do a lot of test work and experiment, you know, checking them. Okay. Uh, experimenting with his stuff and working with it. And he's, yeah, there's a lot of videos that's got our equipment and All right. us in them. Good place to go. We're, we need to take a break again, broadcasting live at Commodity Classic in Houston, Texas.